It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Two of the Tim Weisberg program. Brian in today for Tim. Tomorrow, 7 a.m. About this time, tomorrow, we kick off Brian's Beat on WBSM. That's that's me. 508-996-0500. I have been watching with absolute amazement at what has been going on in the city of Brockton, in particular at Brockton High School. And it reminded me of some of the things that were going on in New Bedford High School a few years back. Hopefully, it's not like that at New Bedford High or at the middle schools today. One of the secretaries at Brockton High School She said that she stepped outside of her office one day because there was a commotion going on and she wanted to see what it was. She says the crowd came down the hall so quickly that she got swept up, not by the students fighting, but by other students that were rushing to watch and video the fight. She says that She was pushed into a locker, then pushed into a wall and stepped on. One of her bosses came by and and pulled her out of the crowd and into a nearby classroom. Sherry Mazzoli describes the scene at Brockton High School as chaos. We need help. She says, unfortunately, the staff now feels it's only a matter of time before someone dies in our hallways. They had an emergency school committee meeting the other night in regards to some of the things, some of the relevations going on at Brockton High. Students complained. Teachers complained. Staff complained. I saw one of the students on TV, he said every once in a while he needs to go to the, to the bathroom. But he can't go into the bathroom because there's smoking and, and pot smoking going on in the bathroom. So he can't go in there. And it made me wonder, aren't there smoke detectors in there? I remember when I was in school. Yeah, I know. I remember. Kids used to smoke. 
in in the boys' room, and I suppose girls also smoked in the girls' room. There was a policy that went into effect my junior year in high school that if you had a permission slip from your parents that it was okay for you to smoke, that there was a designated smoking area out in the courtyard and people would go out there and smoke and teachers would go out there and and also smoke. Now, you're never going to see a policy like that anymore. But what that policy did, that's allowed you to smoke policy. It kept folks from smoking in the boys and girls room. Now, I'm not trying to say let's set up a policy like that. But it seems that at some of these schools like Brockton High School, the kids don't care. And they're going to go in there and smoke. Uh, some of the kids at the school say there there's drug dealing that's going on in the hallways and there are fights all the time. Cliff Canavan teaches math. He is also the cross country coach. He had his left arm broken last December. Why? He was breaking up a fight. He said at the meeting the other night, he has dedicated his life to Brockton High School, but now he gets nervous when he goes to school. Other teachers were saying the same thing. They were saying, I can't take it anymore. They can't take it, but they are compelled to go back. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, if the job is that stressful, if the job is that dangerous, that Brockton police, and it doesn't have to be Brockton High School, could be any school. If, if you're not safe, if, if, and, or you don't feel safe, why would you go back there? And, of course, the bottom line is always the bottom line. It's, it's the paycheck. You might say it's for the kids. My guess is if it's not for the paycheck and you're not feeling safe, especially around those kids, you're not going to go back there. This is what happens when you have rules that say, You cannot suspend a kid out of the school or you can't expel kids. The rules have become way too lenient in schools. And yeah, that might mean you need a reform school somewhere. I I, I don't know. But one thing's for sure, you've got a lot of kids, the majority of, of students in middle schools and in high schools. They want to go. They want the best possible education. But there are distractions. And when you have fights going on in the hallway, kids getting knocked out, ambulances having to come to the school to cart kids away, you've got a big problem. You've got a huge problem. And my guess is if it's happening at Brockton High School, How long will it be before it's happening at some of the other high schools in our backyard? 508-996-0500. To go back to where I was in the beginning of the last half hour, 
That is why you need to go to some of these meetings before it's too late. Now, in Brockton, you know, I, I, some of the policies that they're thinking about changing, the smoking policy, the bathroom policy, the cell phone policy. A cell phone policy is going to change fighting in the hallway. Give it a break. 508-996-0500. What say you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am. Yourself? I'm good, thanks. Uh, As far as that whole uh, Brockton situation and other situations going on in school, you know, this comes down to you're letting the kids rule the adults. And this is what's become... um, of our society today. Inmates you running know, the asylum. Uh, right. That that basically that's what it is. So they know they, they, they can get away with it. They'll you know, and no one's going can do anything. No one can touch them. No one can suspend them. But you know, that what baffles me is that there are solutions to these issues. Um you know, for example, so you know the teacher that got their arm broken and now, you know, they're nervous to go to school, which I can listen. I can put myself in their shoes and understand that. Um, The first solution is parents don't want a police officer, hall monitors. They don't want anything in the school. So let's get back to the adults again. So the adults have, have created this where I don't know what the issue is, why you can't have authority figures in these schools that are now at this point, like you said, that the way things are going, um, it's not, something will only change if somebody gets killed in one of those schools. Okay. That's the first solution. The second solution, you know, um, you, you just made a comment that, well, the cell, you know, taking cell phones away won't stop the fighting. No, you're right. It won't, but you know what it will stop. It will stop the, 50 of them running down the hallway with their video cameras on to take pictures or videos to post online because that's what they're there for. They're not there to help. They they want to take pictures. So if they don't have a cell phone in hand, do you really think those 50 or how many students are going to run down the hallway to, um, to, see what's going on yeah, yeah i think yeah i think they'll really? run to see I, if people run to a burning fire people run to see somebody jump off a roof and they were doing it long well, before yeah, that well, there were yeah, cell phones yeah, they, you know what they do they do and they always have but what's become is the cell phone situation where now instead of having five or 10 people to run to see, you know, the fire in the building, now you've got a hundred of them because the only thing they're doing is standing there with their uh, cell phones to take videos. So, you know, listen, there's a lot of solutions to this issue and they just like everything else, I don't know, just don't, want to do it. It's, oh my God, we can't do it. We're afraid to do it. It's because, you know, we're going to psychologically affect the kids and this and that. And this is why we have what we have. So I, and, I, know, and, and I won't argue too. with that, but I, here, here's what I'd like to know. You're a teacher. I'm going to put you in the position of being a teacher. You see all this going on. Maybe your arm was the one that was broken or you're the, the, uh, 
like that secretary who was knocked over because those kids were running to video the the scene. You don't feel safe there. Are you going back to work? Well, let me tell you this, Brian. Um, in back in the seventies, I I did work um, as a teacher's aide and a substitute teacher. Seventies and the eighties, and I have to tell you, I if it was today, um, I you know as a part time job, I've thought about doing substitute teaching for extra income, but I don't because I can tell you, I went last one day there because I would get fired. So, um, you know, that that's my response to your question. I would not last one day there because I would get fired. And why would um, you get fired? Well, because, I, first of all, if I was in a classroom and, you know, all this shenanigans stuff was going on, I don't know if I could control my mouth. Um, mm-hmm. I probably couldn't. I probably couldn't. And, you know, nowadays, more than ever, no matter if it's in school or a workplace, you have to be very careful about oh, tell me being about politically it. correct. Tell, you, you, whether you it's p- politically co- correct or not, you, you have to watch what you say because the next thing you know, there's a lawsuit against you. Right. Well, so, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, I give these teachers a lot of credit. I really do, because I, if it were me, like I said, I'd be fired the first day. But there are solutions to this so-called problem that's going on. And I don't know, you know, parents, teachers, administration, they, they, I don't know if they're just turning a blind eye, just letting it go with the flow. I I don't know. I I think in many, in many instances, they feel that their hands are tied by people above them. Hey, thank you much for the call. I do appreciate it. You too. 508-996-0500 is how you can get onto the program today. Let's take one more before the break. Hello. Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. It all all starts at home, and and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Of course, it overflows into the schools now, and now it becomes a problem, the schools. And um, I'm a good friend of the Dartmouth High School teacher who uh, was who pretty much held this kid as he died when he got stabbed back in the 90s. Mm. And uh, he was traumatized for his whole life after that, pretty much. And I also was a good friend of the father of the kid who did the stabbing. And he he was a good father to that kid. I never could understand how it turned out the way it did, but it just did. And, um, and that was he just got out of jail probably the last about about four or five years ago, and uh, and that's and it's too bad because the teachers' hands are tied, and you can't fill the schools up with policemen. I mean, you you, you probably almost have to at this point in time, but but it's it's you know what what is the answer? And it, we've become um, politically correct in handling it, and that's why it's gotten so far as it has right now. And when you've got a bunch of kids, I don't care who you are, I don't care who you are. If there are a bunch of kids running down the hallway, they're pretty much going to knock over anybody. And um, I have a, a relative who's a Dartmouth cop. And when the Red Sox won the World Series back in, like 2003, I think it was, for the first time in many years. 2004, yeah. 2004. And UMass Dartmouth was rioting, and they sent a total of 300 officers and troopers all together to handle that riot. And... My, my nephew in particular was one of the cops. Now, you're in full riot gear, and there's 300 of you. 
But when 3,000 are running towards you, I don't care who you are and what you have. You're going to be slightly unnerved for a little while until the baton hits the first one and you watch them crumble like dust, you know. But it's still an unnerving feeling. And uh, uh, and I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't understand why any teacher would watch teach anymore. Yeah, I, you know, I, if, if, you don't, if you feel nervous, if you feel scared for your life, why would you go back? Hey, thank you much for your call. I do appreciate it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred, and I wonder why the parents, especially the parents that were complaining about what's going on in that school, why would they send their kids back? There are alternatives. <laughs> so, if you want to get Desi, if you want to get school board superintendents to to change policy, you have to vote with your feet. These schools get paid per student. If you as a parent opt your child for a private school, if you can afford it, a home school, whatever is necessary to pull your kid out of that troubled school, the powers that be will start to notice, hey, what's happening to our school population? In fact, if you look around, If you look around since the crisis called pandemic, the numbers of students in the schools are less. When I say the schools, I mean the traditional, the monopoly oriented schools. In our backyard, in particular, New Bedford and and to a lesser extent, Fall River. Those areas where schools seem to be somewhat troublesome. Folks are having a devil of a time trying to get charter schools in there. But you notice charter schools, by and large, are doing pretty well. That doesn't mean that they don't have their problems. That doesn't mean that their doors don't close. But by and large, if you look across the Commonwealth and even in the city of New Bedford, The charter schools are doing remarkably well. Why? Because they can set up a different policy. Why? Because they're not burdened with the teachers union. And, you know, not that the teachers union, the teachers in and of themselves are bad, but sometimes the union gets involved in more than just having the teachers teach. So I I think your best move right now, and especially if if you are feeling scared as a teacher or as a staff member. I know that paycheck is important, but my guess is, simple guess, if you have a family, that family would rather see you forego the paycheck as opposed to waiting for your life insurance policy to come through. 508 996-0500 is how you get on to the program today. Let's go over to Studio in 6 and 7 eighths. That's where the one and only Phil Devitt is. 508-996-0500. I'm thinking, would would I send my kids into something that looks like an absolute wrestling arena? 
I don't think so. I wonder if that would be a, one of those squabbles with the, with the former wife and, and their mother. 508-996-0500. Hello to you. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> Listen, um, they may not have a choice. They might be working poor. They might not have the means to move. They might not have a choice. That's the people who are being most hurt across this country. It's the people that really truly have no representation. I was lucky enough when I was a child, my parents thought about private school is because we strongly believe in the faith. But back then she couldn't afford it. And it was only like, I think a couple hundred dollars a year. So, but I was lucky enough that I went to a time of school in seventies that discipline was universal and you were there to learn. And the kids that were acting up were thrown out and sent, and sent their principal or just suspended period. So I was lucky enough that public education was still public education. Right now, what's happening is there's no consequences of any actions whatsoever. And what parents have to do, which I learned a very hard lesson, is that when you do plan on having children, you and your spouse or your, or your beneficial other have to sit down and say, okay, we need to separate money for education because the public school no longer serves a purpose. If you, re- if you really want a true education, uninterrupted with chaos, you need to go to, to a private system. Well, a private, a private schools are, are expensive. You're absolutely correct. And if you can save up the money and come up with it, that's fine. But charter schools, you can get kicked also, out of that. You can get kicked out of Volk. But you've got a problem in, in this area no that folks Volk don't changes. want you to have more charter schools because they think you're bleeding money away from the yeah. other schools instead of saying, yeah. well, the money is following the kid. You know, I, there are a lot of good teachers who I know who are great teachers who are taking less pay to be in a private system because they really want to teach the children. Mm-hmm. And there's other teachers there who are trying to do a good job, but they're handcuffed by all the administration and the rules and the wokeness that's happened in the last five, six years that's made it even worse. So what's happening in Brock to school is happening across this country. It's happening locally here. It's my child came home to me, not extremely as that, but teachers don't have a hold of it, especially now with the cell phone area. It was like, Dad, 10 to 15 minutes I'm waiting to, to teach to take control of the class because he, he's honest. He loves his teachers. His teachers like loved him, and, and they were disappointed that he left, but they understood why I did it. It was the best thing I did. No, I, 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 I applaud you. I applaud you for the move. This, I say this. I'm not knocking down the teachers. They are great. I, I wish I could took some of those teachers like with us, but I, I get it. They invested. They're making more money. They have benefits. I get it. But these teachers need help. It's, it's what parents have to demand is from the, from the people in power. We want an education system, not a woke system. We want consequences to children's actions. We want people held accountable. Once that happens, then you get, look, look what's happening right now. I just read an article right now. It's happening somewhere in our state. They're sending letters home for Valentine's Day. No longer Valentine's Day because they don't want it to be sexualized, meaning a boy and a girl liking each other. So they want to give it a Valentine's wow. Day now. That's what's happening in our state right now. That, that's that, what and you know what? About. And as you say that, that's what happens when you start thinking about making everybody happy instead of dishing out yes. the education. Hey, I, I thank you much for your call. I, I Take see care, the, the window for me to keep talking for this hour is about it's about up. ABC News coming your way at the top of the hour. Phil Devitt with the local update after that. And to the previous caller, you might be right. There 
there are many families that believe they don't have any other choice, no other option, but to keep on sending their kids to poor schools, low-performing schools, even schools that are chaotic with fights happening all the time. Parents, and especially in our backyard, we need to fight for more charter schools. I'm not big on charter schools, but for those that have some financial problems, a charter school is a good option. So you need to fight the school committees. You need to fight the mayors. You need to fight the teachers union to get more charter schools in the backyard. And you may feel that your 